we came home, everything seemed to be fine. I passed that, you know, the safety of 12 weeks started telling people. And just before uh, we got to 15 weeks gestation, I unfortunately lost the baby. Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach. And I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hello, friends, and welcome to this special bonus episode of the podcast. Today, I'm sharing with you a recording of a live event that I spoke at several weeks ago. I was honored to be one of the two keynote speakers for the Spring Into Gas event, which is a preview for the much larger Gratitude and Appreciation Summit coming to you this October. I'm so excited to be partnered with this organization, and I love the message behind all the work that the founders, both Kathy and Jeanette, have actually been on this podcast sharing the story behind the Gratitude and Appreciation Summit. I'll link to that episode in the show notes if you want to catch it and learn more about what these amazing ladies are doing. I wanted to extend a special invite to join me for a gratitude journaling workshop that I'll be doing with Kathy and Jeanette as part of the Gratitude and Appreciation Summit preview events. This workshop is on Saturday, June 5th at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, and we'll be together for about an hour. I'll be taking you through all of the things that I've learned by doing a gratitude journal for the past 10 years and have only missed a handful of days. And most importantly, I'll teach you the power of a gratitude intention and how that can change your life and help you to manifest what you've been seeking and hoping and wishing for all along. I'm going to teach you a super easy way to do that. So to sign up for this free workshop, please visit bit.ly forward slash gratitude journal with Julie. That's bit.ly forward slash gratitude journal with Julie, all lowercase, all connected. I'll make the link in the show notes for you as well so that you can easily join me. Now let's get into this episode recorded live where I share my story about where wake up with gratitude comes from. I'll teach you so many different ways that you can practice gratitude throughout your day. And we wrap things up with a beautiful global gratitude meditation. She leads with her heart. She's got an amazing story. She's going to be sharing with us today. Um, Welcome to our virtual stage, Julie. Hello. Thank you so much, Jeanette, for that beautiful introduction. I'm extremely grateful to be here. I I live, as I said, on Vancouver Island, and you can see some of my photography behind me. So let's get into the presentation. Friends, I have a question for you. How do you feel when you wake up in the morning? Are you annoyed that your alarm's gone off too early? 
Maybe you didn't sleep enough, or perhaps you got woken up by a child or a pet or loud noises, and you wake up feeling a little bit grumpy maybe. Or perhaps you've been going through a difficult time and just getting out of bed is a challenge. Or maybe you're more like me, and when you wake up in the morning, you are truly thankful for the gift of another day. So today, my friends, what I'm going to take you through is how I became someone who truly cherishes the gift of another day. Then I'm going to share with you some of the ways that I choose to practice gratitude on a daily basis and how others that I've interviewed through my podcast, Wake Up With Gratitude, also choose to practice gratitude in their day. Now, my gratitude journey started over a decade ago. That's when I really started practicing gratitude on a regular basis. I had attended a conference and heard Sean Aker speak. He's the author of a book called The Happiness Advantage. This book is a great guide on how to change your habits in 21 days. And one of the things he recommended was to express your gratitude every single evening by writing three things that you're grateful for specifically for that day. Now, I've done gratitude journaling before, but this idea that every day had to be specific to the day and different from the day before, that really intrigued me. So I thought that I would give it a try. And I did. I started that night and have been doing it ever since. And that was almost 10 years ago. I added a little twist to my gratitude practice, though, something I'd learned from the secret. I added a gratitude intention, which is writing something in the present tense that has yet to appear on the physical plane, but you are grateful for it as though it had already happened. So things were going well. My daughter uh, at the time was two. She, a beautiful child doing, you know, just so well. And my husband and I uh, had actually, I'd earned a trip. I'd won a trip through my business to go to Punta Cana. And to my surprise and delight, I was pregnant for the second time. I found out only a few days before we left on our trip. Now, as someone who suffers from endometriosis, having one child was already an enormous gift. And the fact that I was pregnant for a second time was really exciting. So let's just say that I didn't enjoy my trip to Punta Cana as much as I'd thought because I was pregnant for that trip. So no alcohol, feeling sick. Anyways, um, we came home. Everything seemed to be fine. I passed that, you know, the safety of 12 weeks, started telling people. And just before uh, we got to 15 weeks gestation, I unfortunately lost the baby. The experience was really traumatic for me. Um, I had the miscarriage at home. The police had to break down the door. I ended up going to the hospital And basically within four hours, I'd had an emergency surgery and been discharged. Now that night, somehow, I found a way to write in my gratitude journal. And I told myself that if I could write in my gratitude journal on what had then been the worst day of my life, then I needed to share my message of gratitude with others. And that's how my book, 30 Days of Gratitude, was born. I wrote the book in the months that followed. Took about a month to edit with my sister, who happens to be an English teacher. And then within four months of that loss, 
I launched my book, 30 Days of Gratitude, and it became an Amazon bestselling book. Now, life moved forward and I continued with my gratitude practice. And then here we are again. It's November 2014, uh, 2014, and I'm enjoying a Christmas party with my friends. And once again, I'm not drinking alcohol because I'm pregnant now for a third time. We were very cautious this time. We didn't really tell a lot of people. We knew that there was a risk, but we just held it in our hearts that potentially we would grow our family with a second child. This is my daughter. She's four at the time. This is her Christmas letter that she had written. Now, we had not told her yet that mommy is pregnant, but it's so beautiful what she wrote. I'll read it to you because it's in French. She said, which means dear Santa Claus, for Christmas, I would like a dragon, a stuffed one, <laughs> a sister, and all the presents. Thank you so much, Celine. We hadn't told her that we were pregnant. So it's crazy how intuitive my daughter was at the time and was asking for a sister. Now, I'm sure you can all guess kind of how this story ends since I'm still the mother of one child. So once again, I at just at 12 weeks this time, I experienced a miscarriage. I knew what was happening, so um, the midwife sent me to the hospital almost immediately, and when the doctor confirmed that, yes, I was having a miscarriage, uh, he said, you can go home and let things happen naturally, or we can do the same surgery you had before. And I said, you know what, after the trauma I'd had from the first time, I said, I'm absolutely going to say yes to having the surgery. It's like a quick 30-minute surgery. I go home that night. Everything seems fine, but everything wasn't fine. A few days later, I was desperately ill. So ill, in fact, that I couldn't breathe properly. I was gasping for breath. I was having coughing attacks and we didn't know what was wrong. This is a text message that I sent to a friend of mine who is an emergency room physician, who is a good friend of mine and really helped me and guided me to get back to the hospital because he also knew something was really, really wrong. And it, at this time, we didn't even know what was wrong. Um, I, we had been for testing and it had come up a couple days, took a couple days to culture and realize that I had something called invasive group A strep. Now invasive group A strep uh, is often fatal. It causes uh, septic shock or flesh eating disease. And I had the septic shock version of it. I was so sick at the time that I needed to be put into a medically induced coma. Now, my husband, unfortunately, was not able to be there when I was sedated and put into the medically induced coma because he and my daughter had to go to an emergency visit to the doctor to get a prophylactic antibiotic because this infection can be transmitted you know, through close contact and bodily fluids. So this is the kind of humorous part of the story is that I wrote my husband a honey-do list just before I was sedated. Yep, that's me. Total type A personality, made a list for my husband. Anybody notice on this list that it doesn't say like, I love you, <laughs> my husband? Nope, just take care of everybody else, right? And what happened then is I was put into a medically induced coma for the next week so that I could heal. I did end up with a pneumonia and for a couple of days, things were going in the wrong direction. But thankfully, uh, after a few days and the right antibiotic combination, I was able to work my way out of it. And I woke up after being asleep and sedated for a week. 
And I, when I woke up, you know, even though when you, when you spend a week in that kind of condition, when you can't really like you don't move your body, you lose up to 50% muscle mass. So when I woke up, first of all, I was definitely, I knew that feeling of waking up with gratitude. I knew that I was grateful that I was alive. And I was so uh, weak that I could barely bring a cup of water to my lips. I, if the tray table was too far away from my bed, I couldn't get water. And I was just so thirsty. It was a really, um, mind over matter for me to get to the point where, so this is two days later, I'm now in the step down ward. And the following day I was released. I was so determined to get home. We were only a few weeks from Christmas that I used my will and my, my desire and my conviction to just get myself home. And this is when my daughter visited me in the hospital after I'd gone to the step down ward. I hadn't seen her in 10 days I have to tell you, it's, you know, one of those, when you see your child after being in that sick, that's really what the face of gratitude looks like. So for me, having gone through this experience of almost losing my life and of just this reverence for the gift of another day, because it's just not promised. It's so rare what happened to me. Like it just doesn't, it's, you rarely, most of you probably hadn't even heard of it before this. It really helped me to understand what it means to wake up with gratitude. And so a few years later, my brand Wake Up With Gratitude was born. Big fast forward to today, our family lives here on Vancouver Island. We feel so grateful and so blessed to live here. There, it's the three of us. My daughter is now 10 years old. That's our dog, Mouse. Um, my daughter's doing the things that she loves. She's horseback riding. We just, it's so amazing to see her grow. I get to homeschool my daughter and I get to live my life with I mean, with no outward um, signs that I was ever that sick. Look at me jumping for joy at Piper's Lagoon. So what I'm going to take you through in the rest of this presentation is about how I go through my day and things that I've learned about ways that we can all practice gratitude throughout our day. We'll be right back to the podcast in just a few short moments. My friends, I have a gift for you. I created a beautiful gratitude meditation that you can download directly to your phone. What I love about this gratitude meditation is that it's a great way to start your day. And I encourage you to turn your phone on airplane mode before you go to sleep. And the nice thing about having a meditation that's downloaded to your phone is that you don't need to turn your phone off airplane mode before you start your day with gratitude. So to access this gratitude meditation, please visit bit.ly forward slash gratitude love letter. It's all one word and gratitude, love, and letter are all capitalized. So that's bit.ly forward slash gratitude love letter. As a bonus, I'll be sharing with you my weekly gratitude love letter into your inbox it's something that will bring joy and happiness and of course, gratitude to your inbox every single week. That way you'll never miss another episode of the podcast. You'll hear about other podcasts and blogs and articles that I find interesting and want to share with you. And I also share some of my favorite photos that I've taken 
that week. So if we're not connected on social media, you'll get the best of wake up with gratitude in your inbox as well. All right, friends, let's get back into this episode of the podcast. Now, I know that was a lot and that was a big, heavy story. And so what I'd like to invite everyone to do is I want you to reach your hands up in the air and I want you to open your heart with me and just take a huge deep breath. Bring your arms back and give yourself a hug. Because now we're going to talk about all the ways that you can imply apply more gratitude into your life, start something new. Here's the thing. I encourage you to take notes. And then I also encourage you to go back at the end of today and highlight no more than two different things that you're going to implement into your gratitude practice. Uh, That's it. One is more than enough. So write all the things down, write the ideas that light you up and remember that you're not going to be able to do all of them. And that's okay. So choosing to wake up with gratitude, having making that decision to wake up with gratitude, that is a choice that we have. And some of the ways that I've used and others have taught me about to wake up with gratitude every single day, one of my favorite and simple ones is to change the name of your alarm. Did you know you could do that? So when you actually create an alarm on your phone, you can change the name of it. So I, mine say, uh, wake up grateful or thank you for this day. So that when I look at my alarm, it like reminds me, oh yeah, I'm waking up grateful. I also have a mantra that I say, this is what I say when I first wake up in the morning. Thank you for this gift of another day and the opportunity to be of service to others and to make a difference in this world. Just a reminder of why I'm here, right? I'm here to make a difference. I'm here to be of service. So that mantra comes with me. Other things you can do uh, when you wake up is simply just before you do anything, take a few deep breaths, put your hand on your heart and just say thank you for your heart. Your heart kept beating all night long. You didn't have to do anything, right? Our heart is so incredible. Our body is such an incredible, incredible work of art. The things that happen without our control, it's just amazing. Uh, You can do what's called a body scan where you start at the top of your head and you work your way through your body or you can start at your feet and work your way up and give thanks for the parts of your body. You can do this all before you even get up to pee. (laughs) And just even... Take a moment and just choose one part of your body and give reverence for that. For example, I'm so grateful for my eyes that I can see this brand new day, that I have vision and I can see colors. I mean, how many of you, you know, raise your hand if you get up in the morning and if you don't put glasses on, you can't see anything, right? Those of us that can see without glasses, I mean, that's something to give reverence and thanks for. Okay, other things we can do first thing in the morning. Um, I actually do, I do have a new morning gratitude practice that I've been doing for actually a couple of years now, almost every single day. So 
For me, uh, the morning starts with a trip to the bathroom. <laughs> I have good bowel health. <laughs> in my other life, I actually work in nutrition and well-being, so I'm okay to talk about poop every once in a while. But um, for me, that's how I start my day. And I used to, like most people, scroll on my phone. So I changed um, what I do. And my phone actually goes on airplane mode before I go to sleep. So I turn my phone onto airplane mode um, so that you know I'm not distracted by my phone while I'm sleeping. And before I turn my phone back on, I write in a note in my phone, I write my gratitude for the day. And what's interesting is I write all the things that I'm grateful for. And sometimes the things I'm grateful for, they aren't necessarily that positive. So I might write like, I am truly grateful that I woke up completely exhausted because I woke up three times in the night. I am truly grateful, you know, that uh, I thought a customer was coming through yesterday and they, their credit card didn't bounce or whatever. I'll write all the negative things as well in gratitude. And then I send it to a friend. So my friend and I have been doing this practice. It'll be two years this summer where we send each other our morning gratitudes. And that, that action, and especially the like dumping of anything negative that might come up, it's actually really, it's become really, really powerful. And it's a really amazing ritual. Other ways that we can wake up with gratitude or start our day with gratitude is if we can take time for ourselves. So um, that could range from a few minutes of meditation, quiet movement, or it could be something that I love to do. And this might not be accessible for everyone, but I love to go down to the beach and watch the sunrise. That is something that brings me so much joy. I love taking photos. I use my phone to take my pictures and it brings me so much joy to walk along the beach I'm usually alone. I'm an introvert at heart. And to just take time. And sometimes when I'm walking, I just, I'll just say thank you as I walk. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll stand and ground myself on the beach. And you can do this anywhere. You can ground yourself. And this is sort of a daily practice. You can ground yourself anywhere you choose to. You can just plant your feet. You can do it right now if you want with me. You can ground your feet and really connect to the earth. And just give thanks, right? For the sun, the waves and the ocean, the trees. You can really go to that place and just pause. And you can, I do recommend doing this first thing in the morning if you can. But if not, find time throughout your day. Find a moment in your day to do this grounding. You can do it inside. Of course, it's always a little nicer if we can go outside and do this grounding and gratitude. I like to imagine that I'm a tree and I have roots that, that dig right down deep to the core of the earth. And then I imagine light coming up from the core of the earth. I know that sounds strange, but believe me, anything is possible. And that light comes up through the roots and in throughout my body and out through the top of my head and just surrounds me in kindness and love and gratitude for the day. And that like grounds in me in gratitude. And it reminds me that no matter how difficult it is, no matter how hard things are, there's always a way to find gratitude. Other ways we can practice gratitude throughout the day uh, while we're outside might as well. We can hug a tree. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Who's hugged a tree lately? Show me, show me by raising your hand. If you've hugged a tree lately, and if you're not raising your hand, uh, Jeanette's like waving. Of course I have. 
Uh, make that on your priority list for today is to find a tree and give it a big hug. And if your tree is too big to hug, oh my goodness, so much to be grateful for. You know, I swear, if you put your ear to a tree, you can hear the life in the tree and that life-giving oxygen that we get from a tree. It's This is so powerful. We're living through really challenging times right now. And the reason I have a, I call it like my bag of tricks or my, anybody a Harry Potter fan, fan? Is anybody a Harry Potter fan? Okay. So you know how Hermione has her little tiny purse that she takes with her in the last movie. And she literally has like a library and a tent and all these things in this tiny little bag. Well, I imagine it's the same for gratitude. I have this real little magic bag that's filled with different ways to practice gratitude throughout the day. And then I can choose how I'm practicing gratitude, just go into the little bag and grab an idea. And that's what, that's what I'm doing for you today is I'm, I'm giving you things to fill your little, your little bag of gratitude. So you can grab them in a moment when you're having a hard time, when you're struggling, even, um, this practice of just walking and just saying, thank you is such a wonderful way to just be reminded that you can walk. We take these things for granted after spending a week in a coma, I couldn't walk, right? I was using a walker. And I remember when I first got home out of the hospital, I actually fell like in my front entrance. I didn't have the strength to stand up. It was pretty scary for my daughter. Her mom had just come home and I fell in the stairs. Like it was scary. Um, I was bum scooting my way up the stairs. I had to sit in the shower for a week. I remember like writing gratitude two weeks after my being in the hospital. I remember writing, just being grateful that I took a shower standing up, right? Stand, when did you stand? Like, did you stand in the shower today? That's amazing. You know, another friend of mine from in my podcast, she said, you know, she does her gratitude in the shower, right? Just Thank you. Just remind of of things to be grateful for during the day while you're taking a shower. There are endless ways. When you're doing the dishes, who dreads doing the dishes or putting those dishes away in the dishwasher? Gratitude for a dishwasher. Gratitude for hot water. The soap to clean our dishes. Gratitude that we had a meal on those dishes, right? Gratitude is just everywhere. So let's talk about how we end our day now. So we want to end our day by giving thanks, of course. And there are so many beautiful ways to practice gratitude at the end of the day. My favorite, as I mentioned in the beginning, is doing a gratitude journal. I I do have boxes of gratitude journals and I do keep those. They mean a lot to me because I what I love about a gratitude journal is that it paints your life from a perspective of gratitude. So even when And we've been through some really challenging times as a family. We truly have. You might think that someone who, you know, is called a gratitude guru and businesses wake up with gratitude that, you know, since then everything's been wonderful and we've been through a lot of really great times. I will tell you some of my hardest times have been since we moved across the country to British Columbia. And in the same vein, some of the most beautiful moments of my life have been since we moved across the country to British Columbia. And what I love about choosing to write in a gratitude journal, specifically things that we're grateful for, for the day that has just passed, it is such a beautiful reminder that we're looking for stuff to be grateful for. How many times are we instead looking for stuff to complain about? So that's what a gratitude journal does for me. It might not be the right thing for you and that's okay. 
So other ways to give thanks at the end of the day is to actually turn off your device. Uh, I mean, if you can do it even 10 minutes before you go to sleep, read a book that inspires you. Uh, maybe I saw so many people like quotes, right? Uh, get a book of quotes that inspire you. I know a lot of people do love doing like a, you know, like a daily Bible study. Maybe you do it in the morning, maybe you do it in the evening. All ways to get yourself away from the screen, rest your eyes and fill your mind with beautiful things before you fall asleep. You're feeding your subconscious. I do when I, you know, once the lights are out and everything, I will lie in bed and say my mantra again. Thank you for this gift of another day and the opportunity to be of service to others and make a difference in this world. Even if we're just taking one minute to lie in bed and breathe. That is a beautiful way to thank your body from get, for, to getting through another day. Now, friends, I would love to stay connected with you. I am all over the socials. I've put my website there for you to visit. Everything you need to know is on the website. I'm Julie C.M. Boyer on all the socials. Before I wrap things up, I want us all to come together and I want us to really just do a quick moment of love to the world. We are, I love that we are global right now. I think this is the perfect moment for this. So close your eyes with me and put your hands over your heart. And remember I told you about those beautiful roots that reach down to the center of the earth and bring up a beautiful white light. Well, I want you to imagine that light for yourself and it can be any color you want. And it comes up through the bottom of your feet, up your legs, past your knees, through your hips and your root chakra and your solar plexus, past your heart, your throat, behind your eyes, you can see the light and feel it coming out the top of your head. And then I want you to put your hands out in front of you and I want you to capture that light in a ball. When you move your hands around, really feel that ball in your hands. You can feel it has weight and it has power and it has love. So what I want you to do is I want you to put your love and your gratitude and your kindness in this ball. And I want you to lift it up above your head and I want you to toss it into the world with me. And with our global community here today on the Gratitude and Appreciation Summit, know that your love and your gratitude and your kindness is touching people around the world. Okay, open your eyes and come back to me. How do you feel after that gratitude meditation? I truly felt like we all came together in that moment and sent so much love and gratitude into the world. Thanks, friends, for listening in to this beautiful bonus episode of the podcast. And don't forget, if you want to join me for the journaling workshop on Saturday, June 5th at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, please visit bit.ly forward slash gratitude journal with Julie. That's bit.ly forward slash gratitude journal with Julie. Thank you for listening right to the end of the podcast. 
I hope this episode inspired you to choose to practice gratitude in different ways than you might have before. If you're not already following the podcast on your favorite app, all you have to do is click on the check mark or plus sign under the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast name to make sure that you're alerted of all the new episodes. If you really enjoy this podcast and want others to hear about it, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on your favorite app. Your review can help others to find the podcast and start to join us in choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.